0: This is the Trail Trash Podcast. Just started. It's all you, Chief. Good evening, everybody. This
1: is Jason with another episode of the Trail Trash Podcast, bringing back the quadruple threat of Garrett, John, Will, of course, myself. We are here tonight to talk about trail running and how we got into it, what made us decide to uh, chase the dreams on the trail instead of chasing uh, the dreams on the pavement. Um, And since the majority of us here i think um i think it's i think out of the four of us only one of us have ever even qualified for the boston marathon so um i think it's fair to say that three out of four of us really aren't marathoners uh so uh we're going to we're going to focus on the trails tonight, and what what got us into it, and what uh, led us to focus on that uh, pedigree instead of instead of the road. So, um, I guess I can kick us off, and um, I can start by saying it's all Will's fault. Um,
0: How many think- stories do you start with? Well, it was Will who said, or it was Will who did. <laughs> Basically, nine out of ten stories involved it being Will's fault. Uh, Fair enough.
2: So it won't be long. You'll be hearing about what Chris said, though. It is. It's, it's, it's after this weekend.
1: <laughs> but uh, so essentially, it started out with. Um, I, I can't remember how it started out. I think, you know, I I think I I did the. The marathon yeah i just finished running the rock and roll marathon i think and um will and i were messaging back and forth and i was still very you know will and my uh relationship we were in the uh early couple stage <laughs> um i would like to call the uh the honeymoon phase of the relationship where um you know he basically um you know he was like, you know, have you ever trail ran before? And I was like, you know, I haven't trail ran before. And he was like, you know, I can take you somewhere and, you know, show you what it's like. It's not real hard. It's not real bad. I'm going to take you somewhere easy. And um, we went out to um, he, in reality, he really did take me somewhere easy at the time. I didn't feel like it was easy, Uh, but he, he recommended some shoes. In reality, those were the worst shoes I've ever bought trail running wise. (laughs) um some shitty new balance trail shoes um i think i only worn them wore them twice and the, one of them was that one time with will um and we went out and we did the four mile <clears throat> loop on volunteer the volunteer trail loop area and um I remember how incredibly hard it was because I never have ran a trail before. And I remember Will giving me the old, you know, he was coaching me and telling me, you know, this is what you need to do. Don't look straight ahead. Always look down at your feet so you don't trip and fall. And, um, and so we did that. And I can't remember if, I guess after that, or sometime, I don't know when it was, I guess it was after that. Yeah, it was after that I signed up for a couple of trail uh, races. I think I, I did. Um, shit, what was the name of that? The, the, um, the one down in Alabama, there was one down in Alabama, I can't even remember uh, race, race around the lake or something like that. And uh, that was up at Oak Mountain, and that was terribly difficult. Um, I think it had, like, a 1,000 feet of gain in the first, like, two miles of it. Then after that, I I was like, that's really fun. I survived that. I did that with Sam. And um, after that, Sam and I did Stanky Creek together, which was – I don't even think it's called Stanky Creek anymore. I don't even know what the name of it is now. That was in Memphis. Um, And uh, that was fun. And then from there, that's when I really decided to get into it. And I, that's when I got talked into doing the ultra stuff. And I did, um, I guess when I did, you know, got in and signed up for all those other ultra races that I did, the Yamacraw and, and, um, Yamakraw and the damn Yeti and all that kind of good stuff. So I think the reason why I was attract, why I'm attracted to it now is one, it's, it's, the scenery is a lot better than running on the road. Um, you know, being out, I, I know the countless times that um, Will and I had ran Swanee together. I, I can pick that one out in particular. Um, I remember being out there. And it was just, you know, us, him and I out there running. And, and I remember thinking how awesome it was, uh, just being out there and enjoying the, the day and the time. And it was just, it was just really cool. And so I guess that's what get what kept bringing me out, you know. And um just seeing new places, uh exploring new areas and seeing different uh natural, I guess you could say natural wonders. It was, it was pretty cool. So I don't know. I don't know if that was if that was a good intro or or not. Uh
0: so I guess of all the training modalities that you could that you could have done the night that if I remember right, that you were eating potato chips with your hand may or may not have been in your pants while your wife is working out upstairs in a different room. Let's just, Mm -hmm. yeah. Why running? Like why, why trail running? Like, why didn't you like, all right, cool. I mean, not saying you're going to go do Pilates and nothing against Pilates. It's actually really hard, uh, bar classes and those things, but why, why that? why didn't you go cycling? I mean,
1: well, what, 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 true story. Um, and I'm not ashamed to admit this, but I did some Jillian Michael workouts. Um, and I don't even know if Johnny will probably knows who that is. Um, but I did some Jillian Michael workouts with my wife, um, after that. And, you know, it it just wasn't my thing. First off, I made the mistake of thinking they were easy and, uh, they were not at all. And then, um, and when I got into running, I had no intentions of trail running. I was just going to road run and, you know, you, the, the, my story has been recanted over this thing a million times, but when I got into it, I got into it just to, you know, run on the road. And like I said, you know, Will was the one that kind of, got me into the whole trail running scene so i mean you know honestly you look at a lot of of where i'm at running and 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 what i've accomplished and where i'm at and why i'm at you know you, you again you can you can blame will a lot of the times because will was responsible for getting me into trail running he 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 pushed me a ton to get to get out and and, and run Hard trails and to do these trails. And I would have never ran Fiery Gizzard if it wasn't for Will. Will took me out to Swanee. Uh, Will took me out to the Smoky Mountains. Um, I mean, all these places were him and I went out to. And, and, and I had not even known of any of these places, to be quite honest with you. You know, he was the uh, I mean, I, I had, had hiked in the Smoky Mountains, but I had never even heard of Fiery Gizzard or Swanee. Uh prior to meeting Will and him introducing me into like that whole trail run and scene. I didn't even know that volunteer trail was there or Bryant's Grove was there or any of that stuff. Um until until then. And then once I got going with it and hanging out with him more, it just became more enjoyable. Meaning him and I ran a lot on the road together but i enjoyed it a lot more when him and i was out on the trails more and so it plus you know we would plan you know little uh you know excursions where we would wake up early in the morning and either drive to the smokies or we would wake up and go to the swanee and run or maybe we would go to fiery gizzard or or whatever um, but those were way more fun than waking up and going running on the Greenway together right and so it was, it was kind of like an adventure um, because I never got to do anything like that. My previous marriage, I, I kind of did whatever my wife wanted, right? Everything kind of centered around her. Um, I, You know, uh, it was funny because me and my uh, current wife was talking about the Jason before uh, I am now. And. And, you know, the conversation was something like, you know, what did you what were your hobbies? What did you do?
2: So that's Jason B.W., right?
1: That's right. So Jason did nothing. I had no hobbies. I did absolutely nothing. My whole world centered around whatever she wanted to do. And. um, And so when I met Will, Will was, you know, Will was just like his whole attitude was let's go. And, uh, of course my current wife was like, just go have fun. Right. You know, and she pushed me to get out there and have fun with Will and, and, uh, and that's what I did. And, and, you know, and, and got introduced to a lot of stuff. And like I said, it really turned into lots of adventure running and seeing places and stuff. And that's what really attracted me to trail running is that whole scene. Right. And then, you know, I, I kind of, you know, just, you know, met the people who started doing it and. Um, you know, followed people like John and saw John running a lot out at, uh, you know, all over the place because John, you know, he would be at, uh, you know, he would be out running the red, white, and blue and then he would, you know, sometimes he would, you know, be out at Swanee. You just never knew where John was going to be, but, you know, just seeing other people doing it and, and you know, it just became something that I don't know. That just was super attractive, if that makes sense. But the main thing, back to my original point, was getting to hang out like with a, like with a friend on what felt like adventures. Because you know, running on a trail by yourself is is fun and all, but it's ten times better when you're with a friend, in my opinion. Unless your friend has a ginger chew and screws
0: you over. I didn't screw you over. I just didn't think you had soft teeth. You owe me (laughs) $1,000. File an insurance claim. (laughs) I did, and it
1: got denied. It said, collect (laughs) from Garrett.
3: (laughs) Garrett said you can collect that at the finish line of the Yeti 100 this fall. I'll tell you
1: what, if I I finish it, there better be a check for $1,000 signed by Garrett.
0: It'll have Jason Green's name behind it, too.
1: You know, yeah right. It's gonna be we a
0: reimburs- are- reimbursement of all the fees you've given him that he felt <laughs> so bad.
2: <laughs> well, we need to find a human tooth somewhere. <laughs> but but,
1: but, but, well, but I, I have, to have to a th-
0: human. Let's just get him a tooth. Let's just but but, tooth. But,
1: but 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 I have to ask because since since he got me into the whole scene, you know what was it with you, Will? What attracted you to trail running? I, I know you've always kind of been an outdoorsy, adventurous. Type of guy, you were, you know, an avid uh, fisherman and whatnot. You know, what got you into the trail
2: running part of it? Um, uh, I really i don't remember. I'm to be honest, I remember my first trail run, but I don't, I guess, um, it goes back before I even started to run, it was uh shortly after one of my divorces, I started hiking a lot and go into trails I've never heard of. And I've always been an outdoors type person, but I made a point on Saturdays to hike minimum 10 miles. And, um, you know, that would take all day to do that. And then you, of course you, you add in the driving two hours each way. And, and I did that for a while. And then I kind of stopped doing anything out on trails and I started running on the road just to, to quit smoking. Um, I would go to YMCA, not YMCA, well, I'm sorry, Sportscom and they had a small track and when I was really jonesing for cigarettes I would run the track. Um, and I realized, and this is going to sound bad but it I don't mean it to sound that way I realized I was running easy and compared to everybody else running there, I was running laps around them. So mm-hmm. I was like, well, maybe I'm decent at running, you know, maybe this is something that I would enjoy doing. It, it seems easier than it should for me. So that kind of I stopped, I stopped driving to SportsCom and I started running the SportsCom and running the track and running back. And then it just kind of morphed into running more. And, and about that time, my um, my sister was going through a time in her life where she found running to deal with some stuff, I guess. And she invited me to a cross-country 5K that, that no longer exists, but it's down in the Normandy area in Tennessee. It was at, a I think, a youth camp. And she convinced me to sign up for it. And I I went out there and I just ran, you know, I trained a little bit, but, and I just ran and I finished like second or third place. I think it was third. And I really enjoyed that. And then I just started running more and more. And I eventually, I was running by myself. I eventually found the the Murfreesboro running group, Burrow, the square group. I didn't live very far from where they met. So I would make it a point on the days they met to run to their group, run with them and then run home. And that's where I met a lot of guys. I think that might've been where I met John. I'm not for sure. And then uh, it wasn't long after that, I started, um, I went to old Fort park in Manchester because I had a, I had an employment at the time where I was off on Wednesdays, so I had all day Wednesday to do whatever I wanted to do. So I had heard about trail running, and I heard about Percy Warner Park and other trails. I wasn't ready for that park, but I knew that down in Manchester, um, they had, I think, about a four-mile loop down there or something. You're talking about Old Stone Fort? Old Stone Fort, yeah. They had a four-mile loop or something down there, and I stopped at the Walmart and bought a pair of shoes that had a little bit of lugging on them, <laughs> and, and I ran it, and I ran it slow, and then the next- Wait, 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 Shaq, Shaq made trail running shoes? Uh, I don't know what they were. <laughs> they were something cheap. Well, <laughs> so I ran that, and then the next Wednesday, I went to Percy Warner, ran that, and it beat the crap out of me. Both of them did, and then I just kind of, I ran- the road during the week and I started running the trails on the weekend all, you know, by myself somewhere along the lines, I met uh, Jason and, and all that kind of unfolded like you described. And I never, I never really ultra running never really did it for me. It, I enjoy doing it, but I still, that's not the end all be all for me. I just kind of like everybody else, I just started running bigger and bigger races until I started running a few ultras here and there. But I don't have a good explanation of why I ended up on the trails. It just kind of happened.
0: So being as outdoorsy as you are, do you ever try mountain biking or anything else? Yeah.
2: Um, I actually still have a mountain bike around here. It's 20 years old. When I was in my late teens, early 20s, I mountain bike in the area a bit um never was really good at it but i enjoyed it um oh and and i started this talking about how i I went out and would hike 10 miles i think one of the reasons why i would go back to those trails Mm -hmm. and i would i would know that it would take like i guess i had it on some sort of record written down somewhere i know it would take five or six hours to do this 10 miles i would make it a point as a game to go out and see how fast i could do those trails when i was running so i would cut it down to two hours and stuff like that you know and i guess in a way i like i like seeing a lot of different things in a shorter amount of time so and i prefer running trails to hiking any day of the week and i still
1: it's just fun you know it's just it's fun and and, you know, you think about, you know, just just to, to think about it, some of the things that Will and I got to experience together. We got to experience. Snow and ice on top of the mountain on the Smoky Mountains, you know, uh, and, and that was something that <clears throat> still to this day that I remember vividly and like, you know, I would have never had seen that if I hadn't gotten into trail running. And, and that was a an, an unreal day because it was unbelievably cold at even at the base where there was no snow on the ground and we we started at the bottom there and we went up and it's funny once we got to um you know right past the alum it just it got completely gnarly and ice and snow and we had to put on our, our spikes and um but it was just unreal and it was really cool. And and like that experience, like it was it was so neat because there was just like so much snow when we went to Lacan and we went to um what was that other peak you took me to up there?
2: Uh Myrtle Point, I think. Myrtle
1: Point. And um a really cool side story to this, Will took a bunch of video and pictures that day. One of the pictures he took of me was featured in a Koros promo. Uh, in case you never knew Will is is got some filmography skills. And uh, he sure did.
2: Well the touch me sounds... for,
1: you, you literally see me for 0. 000 000 000 000 000 three seconds
0: from that
2: run. As long as that... tell, tell it's a video, but it's it's in
0: there. Is that Will's claim to fame or your claim to fame, Jason? Who who's claiming that?
1: It's 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 <laughs> cool. a little bit of both of us. What's inter- like, Will Will is like the Quentin Tarantino and I'm like the I'm like the Jamie Foxx.
2: <laughs> What's interesting know. is that was done on purpose. We went on that trip because he wanted to be in that video. And I was like, Yeah, let's go do it. And I'll be damned if we didn't do it. So we didn't do it. Yeah. But 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 it goes
1: back to this that that coolness of of exploring. Is this like John? And we can get into your story a little bit, but it's just like John, you talking about going up and doing that um race. Uh what was it in uh was it in Montana or North
2: Dakota?
3: South Dakota.
1: I knew I was close. <laughs>
2: uh was but it was rim it, riders it, race. Rim Riders.
1: It, it it was it was something like it was something like a um, you know rim in the ridge fifty mile or something like that. But um, it was
3: uh, <clears throat> that race was the uh, Black Hills fifty mile,
1: Black Hill fifty mile. And so my point back to back to what I was saying was, it, you know, John talked about how cool it was getting to explore and see that area, and we say explore. He obviously was on a course, but like it was exploring for him because he had never been up there before he got to see the
3: buffalo and whatnot and that was a really cool experience so yeah and i mean that's like a part of the country that you're not going to just drive through that's somewhere you have to go intentionally because you know it's 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 a little bit out of the way but it's it's a cool spot <laughs> well, and so you know we we
1: heard your you know, we we know we know your running story, kind of how you got into running, but what turned you toward the trail part of it after you had already kind of gotten on the road?
3: Yeah, um I don't know. I ran my first and to date only road marathon in 2014 and I hated it. Um I don't know if I really have much positive to say other than I just like got through it um and I mean that was which the, is uh, weird
0: because of the three of us I would consider you probably in, in this was I know Will has qualified for Boston but of the three of us I would peg you as the most likely to continually qualify for Boston
3: <laughs> yeah I mean I keep saying one of these days I'm gonna go back and try to run a you know a Boston qualifier. It just hasn't happened. Uh maybe I'll do it next year. So, you know, 10 years to when i <laughs> ran my last road marathon, I can take a stab at that. Um also I'll be in another age bracket, I guess. So that might help. Um <laughs> that's then, one I don't know. Right I just
2: there.
3: like like I like yeah so uh, that race was like the uh what is now the rock and roll ha- uh marathon in Nashville. Um and, you know, this is a good time until you get up and you hit that halfway split where, like, you know, half marathoners split off and go to the finish line and get their, like, Gatorade and, like, orange slice and banana. And you just keep going out to Metro Center, and the vibe just instantly takes, like, a hit. It is hot and exposed, and there's no one out there. and It's really not an interesting part of the course. But, man, yeah, I, I didn't like that, but... <clears throat> I guess I first heard about trail running through things like um well like born to run I'd read that book and you know it sounded kind of cool um and then like you know YouTube channels like the ginger runner and all that but <laughs> I don't know I, I never thought you know I'd try anything like an ultra but for some reason in 2015 I was like well let's let's take a look around and that's when I found Stump Jump so I signed up for that and um started checking out you know trails like my first trails around were out in percy warner um so I you know, wore some newtons for my shoes out there and they were terrible trail runner shoes um i was just wearing the road running shoes and they were not good for like you know tentacle type terrain and stuff but i was like all right well this is challenging but let's let's see what this is all about and i don't know and uh <clears throat> I guess got to that race. You know, it rained all day, but just something about, you know, being outside and stuff, I enjoyed it a whole lot. Um, you know, the scenery's pretty and just that feeling of like, you know, solitude and just being out there on your own and just, I guess, more connected to like, you know, the earth. It was, it's definitely appealing. And then as far as like, you know, like the racing and that kind of thing, you know, um, kind of the focus kind of shifts from like you know your performance or your time to like you know just to like the experience like man I remember this one time I ran a half marathon and I didn't have a good time I was coming off a mild injury and I was like well I guess at least finish that but the time was still hard to like digest now this one dude come up to me he's like hey man what was your time?" and I was like oh it was this and for some reason that just really pissed me off <laughs> um So, I don't know. It's something about, you know, just the experience as a whole, you know, the shift to that focus just has a whole lot of fun. And, man, you talk about running. uh, I mean, you see a lot of cool places, too. Like, I enjoy just going out and exploring, like, all, like, you know, the natural areas we had around Middle Tennessee. And um, you start talking to somewhere like the Smokies. It's like, you know, that's the most visited national park in America. But how many people do that have visited it do you think have ventured more than maybe a quarter mile from, like, a parking lot in any direction? It's probably, like, a small fraction of people. So you're seeing things that very few people have seen, like, you know, the farther you get from that parking lot. And it's just, yeah, it's just a whole lot of fun, man.
2: Yeah, I mean, how many people can say they, they parked at the aquarium downtown Gatlinburg and ran to the top of Mount Lecontin back? you know, one push, and just... You yeah, start it's, running it's trails. Wild, you, you get you get to do things that you never even dreamed of until you actually start doing them. I mean, it's it takes you places, that's for sure.
3: Right, like you know when I did the scar last spring, you know we met those hikers at uh, Fontana Dam, and they're just going up to Clingman's Dome, and they were doing that over the course of like two or three days, which is fine. You know that's their way to enjoy, it, and that's cool. But man, you know you yeah, had the had the had the opportunity to like run the entire Appalachian Trail in the Smokies in like a single a single day like wow
1: yeah i mean that's and and that's what's really cool about it i think is 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 being able to do those things like that whole scar experience for you which was uh, you know which was you know i'm sure is something that will stick with you for the rest of your life you know
3: yeah. And um, yeah, and like, you know, like another thing too is it's like if you compare like something like that to like <clears throat> like a road race, like a marathon or half marathon, mm-hmm. it's like, well, what's the worst thing that can happen to you in like a half marathon or like a marathon? It's not a very long or very serious list, but like on something like that, where you're just like so like isolated and out there on your own, the list is a lot longer and a lot more severe so it's like that problem solving aspect is fun to an extent and also terrifying you just have all those what ifs in the back of your head and then when you do finish it it's just like so like empowering
2: well well the adrenaline the the danger equals adrenaline adrenaline equals danger i mean that's part of this. You know, you, you talk about, uh, like Jason, we, we went up to the top of Mount Lacan. obviously Leconte's a favorite for us, but snow and ice, uh, there were a couple of times before we put those spikes on, we thought we were going over the edge. We, we were, uh, legitimately yeah, terrified. You, um, we were terrified. Yeah, you have that so,
3: feeling of, you had that feeling of like, you know, everything in my life has led me to this one point. If I make one wrong step here, it could be over.
2: <laughs> and, you know, we we were slipping and sliding to a rock to sit down on to put the spikes on because we waited too long. Um, I have encountered bears on trails that have stood up in front of me. I have stepped on copperhead snakes. I have been attacked by yellow jackets. There are things that I haven't even talked about, like the two or three times that I've tripped rounding a corner on Lookout Mountain on the uh, bluff trail and almost went over um i know people that have gone over i believe was it nathan holland on that trail nathan holland went over yeah he went over uh the bluff trail someplace and you know there's no telling how close he was to his demise um so you know we're a bunch of we're humans too and adrenaline rushes do it for us uh most of us some of us and that's just part of it um I've developed fears. Like I, I really, to be honest with you, I don't like running trails in the middle of summer because I've stepped on snakes. I've almost stepped on snakes. I've seen six or seven foot rattlesnakes right beside where I stepped, and I only uh, know they're there because I hear the, the rattles after I pass them. Um, so you're going to get adrenaline rushes in this. You're being out in the middle of nowhere, and I've been dehydrated to the point to where I'm laying on side of the trail, puking, not knowing how I'm going to make it that last 10 miles, you know? I
1: I think, I I, I think, you know, back to what Will was saying, I have trail ran a lot and, and seen stuff. I can safely say the scariest moment I've ever had in my life, period, ever. Was that day... Going up to Lacant on that icy trail, because when will says that we were slipping and sliding there was there was a section where I literally was scared i mean I was literally scared to death like i was i was like i didn't I think will knew how scared I was, I wasn't saying how scared I was, but I was absolutely terrified that I was going to fall back and not like fall off the edge of that uh, you know off the edge of that and and that's that's the crazy unpredictability of being out on a trail but at the same time it's exhilarating and it's it's a good time
0: yeah i've actually
2: got a video of you slipping and falling on that ice somewhere in my on my computer
0: oh i'm sure I'm he watches sure. it when he needs a good laugh
2: Actually, exactly. do I made a little loop of it where he's he slips and falls, stands up, slips and falls four or five times, and uh, it, it's on here. It's on here, I promise you.
1: True story one of Will's most liked and watched videos on YouTube is him busting his
2: ass on a trail. <laughs> Imagine that people like to see me get hurt. I would <laughs> not have guessed.
0: Does that is that one higher than your armadillos video?
2: Oh no, the armadillos video has damn near half million views. I don't, I don't it's know. Yeah, it's global.
1: It's global. So so that brings us to Garrett. Tell us about the trail running.
0: Yeah, so I grew up outside. Like, I I grew up in that last little part. John and I are kind of the same age. I think we are the same age. You're 34, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we grew up in that last little part. Hold on
1: a second. Why why do you look so much older than (laughs) him?
0: I have a child. He doesn't. <laughs> that is why. <laughs> okay. All
1: right. All right. No. All right. Carry I mean, on.
0: you you look great for forty two, Jason. You know, just... <laughs> <laughs>
3: Gary had to bring
0: Jason's age into this to make himself feel better. <laughs> no, yeah. Um. So I grew up outside. Like I, John and I were part of that last little group of people. That I mean, we remember game boys coming out we remember the nintendo 64 we remember those things coming we didn't grow up with them so i guess what i'm when i say that is mom always shoved me outside because i got too annoying inside and she'd be like just go outside and play just go outside and do something being from southern indiana that meant you go play basketball this is what everyone does um grew up playing soccer and so, all that to say i hated i absolutely hated running because I'm not, I don't have a runner's necessarily physique. It's easy for me to put on weight. So most of my exercise, most of my training modality was done, um, was done in a gym. So I like, there's, there's a picture of me in 2011 that um, some friends at work have dubbed action figure Garrett. Because it's this really tiny head on these really broad shoulders with this action figure G.I. Joe style body style. And so that was kind of always my thing. Like, I loved working out, but I preferred it be in a gym. So...
2: I think we lost Garrett for a bit. I think we should call it Photoshop, Garrett.
1: Photoshop Garrett exactly, and now we've lost him, so he's he he will be his wife is
2: beating him about the head.
1: That's right, Garrett will be back momentarily. (laughs) Made a mistake, listen
0: here, assholes. I'm right here the whole time. Whiskey was going nuts and having zoomies. So,
3: um, I was gonna say, now that he's shaved his head, can we get his face printed on like one of those woolly willy activity things, you know, where you draw like the hair on him? That would be like
0: Dr. Evil, please, please do. <laughs> How much do I owe Jason for his tooth? One thousand dollars. <laughs> but so all that to say, like I grew up, like I preferred to be in a gym. Pumping iron was a big thing for me in high school. um I had two best friends growing up. One lived on a farm. The other lived on a livestock farm. And so I was always at one of their houses doing something that required physical mass. Um, Like we had to be able to move augers and move livestock and do all these things. I did. I I hated running, but I loved being outside. Um, and then I got into cycling, right? And I've done the ride across Indiana. I didn't make it all the way. You start in Terre Haute, which is actually my hometown. You ride all the way across back roads to, I think you stop in Richmond. It's 180 miles. I made it halfway and was like, cool. This is the stupidest thing I've ever done. Also did zero training for it. I heard about it. Someone said, I bet you can't do it. And I said, watch me. Uh, and I made it like 65 miles. It, like I, I had literally heard about this race two weeks before. And I was like, fuck it. What's, gonna, what's the worst that could happen? I mean, I guess looking back, I could have got hit by a car, but still. <laughs> um, either way. Um, and I know, Jason, you've talked about your first, your road marathon. John, you're one and only. I have never run a road marathon. I've never run, race-wise anyway. Will has been with me the first time I ran a full marathon. Um I ran 20 miles. The yeah, Will, it was a 20 it was with the cows. We ran 20 miles and when we started I had asked if anyone wanted I was like, "Look, we're all running 20 miles. I've got the Natchez Trace Marathon coming up. I need to know what a marathon feels like before I can do this. Who wants to run the extra 6?" No one said yes. And then we get done and I take off my shoes and Will goes, What are you doing? I'm like, we're done. He goes, no, you got six more miles, asshole. Let's go. (laughs) Then he starts talking about spicy cheeseburgers and all this nasty sounding trash.
3: (laughs) But um, Will's been blessed with this, just this unusual, just like gift of just being able to quietly like poke the bear, just, just enough to get you back out there. Right, he's done mm-hmm. stuff like that to all of us at some point. <laughs> I'm still um,
2: stuck on imagining Garrett learning how to run so well to chase sheep. Now, what he said, he started running to chase livestock.
0: No, we pumped <laughs> what, iron so I we could move livestock. You okay. hear what you want I'm to hear. I'm sorry, I'm listening. Don't keep, you? Keep I then. think you like to spend so much time in the woods because that's where you hear the banjos. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I keep taking Jason out there. You just want to make sure someone else hears the banjos too. So, um, but so all that to say, like, I, I, I hated running and I never thought of myself as a runner, but I loved being outside. And then once I decided, okay, let's start running. I think I talked about it before because we had a kid come in and in my mind, running was cheaper than a gym membership because uh, all you needed was shoes shorts and a shirt mm-hmm. and i was very wrong um and so that's why i started running and i thought like, okay cool well if i you know if i'm going to do this i still want to be outside where's the low like there's got to be a trail or something i didn't even know what they were called i thought uh, it was like greenway pathway there's got to be something that takes place in the woods my first ever trail run was at barfield crescent park tough trail yeah, and and, is, and, and so is, when you it is
2: and, uh, underestimated quite a bit. Uh,
0: to this day, most of my falls have occurred on White trail at at Barfield Crescent. So I fall there more than almost anywhere else, and I don't know why. Um, but and so I quickly learned. So I had a pair of Solomon shoes. They were all black because I was a soccer official, and I was like, cool. These shoes, like I, I hated running in cleats. I wanted something that was a little more comfortable than cleats. So I went to REI, found these things called trail shoes. And I was like, they look kind of like cleats. For uh, for reference, Solomon's lugs have to be the most aggressive lugs I have seen on any trail shoe. Um, and I they were the Speed Cross threes, all black because they had to be all black for soccer sports or for officiating. So that was my first trail shoe took that to barfield crescent thought all right let's break these guys in because that's what you do with new shoes right uh started parked at the um the which is actually a kind of cool little ranger station visitor station gift shop whatever you want to call it and started running on the mulch i said like, cool i could get used to this and then there's rocks and roots i'm like Shh, i'm way over my head now i have no <laughs> clue what i'm doing um had no idea where I was going. I think I had like a little plastic water bottle. I was like, you should probably take something. So, um, rookie mistakes. Right. And then a friend of mine talked me into, or told me about the Barkley marathon. So I was like, that is not up my alley. Sounds fun for the right person, which is not me. Um, but he's like, Hey, you know what? We should go do this race. And I said, sure. What one? And he's like, Black Canyon, 100K, 62 miles out in Arizona. Sure, let's go. Did the normal stuff up to that. Friend never showed up. I was out there by myself, said, screw it, let's go. I'm here, might as well. So yeah, so that's kind of how I got into trails. And why I stay in trails is now, kind of like what John alluded to, was the solitude of it all. I enjoy being out there. I do most of my good thinking, which isn't much, out in the woods. Um I enjoy the peace and quiet. I, I love a Sunday morning run, which I have not done much of in a couple months. Um, but I call it my church service. Uh, I go out there and I sing hymns with the birds and I sing praises to whatever God you want to pray to. Right. So um, that's just, that's just my form of church. It's my solitude. It's just where I come back to what matters most to me. Um, and what I do song most of my sing with the birds. Whatever song they're singing, most of the time it's helped me. So can you
2: give us a little bit of that?
0: Nope. Nope. I am not a singer. So
2: <laughs> not nice even
0: you're the bird. Start even with- the shower head does not like to listen to me sing. So <laughs> let's just put it that way. No. Um, but yeah, and in I've always been a, a fitness enthusiast. I've always loved, I've never been a fast runner. I've always been an endurance athlete. Um and so that's just kind of why I just gravitate towards ultra marathons now is because they're not a 5K where I, you know, I, I hate 5Ks. I loathe uh, I 5Ks. Love 5Ks. No, no, that is too much. I would much rather, that's too much pain and suffering. The, the one thing I like, of all the distances though, I will say this, of all the distances, I really love the half marathon distance. And I talk to people who are like, you run and I'm like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, what's your favorite distance? Because that's, you know, people are like, oh, have you run a half marathon? Yeah. Have you run a marathon? Yeah. You've run farther? What? But I always tell people that I, I I enjoy the fascination of a half marathon in the distance because you can realistically do it on three days a week and be just fine. Um, But I think my favorite part about the half marathon is you run it. You're not physically taxed the rest of the day. You may need a couple hours or so afterwards, and then you can just go on um the average person will don't roll your eyes like that so um but then you go what i'm saying is you can go in and you're not taxed it's not like after a hundred mile where you you hurt for a long time so um and you so you go and then you can go still have beers later so you listening to birds
2: no i just you you it takes you two hours to recover from a half marathon you ain't running it fast enough buddy (laughs)
0: the average person Uh -uh. not not us someone who okay i guess what i say when i say that is someone who like a half marathon and and this isn't to to put down the half marathon or the marathon but that may be someone's life goal like they don't like that person doesn't need weeks to recover like you you, like you do i don't want to say weeks a a long time to recover like you do from a hundred miler which you wouldn't know because you haven't finished one um <laughs>
2: Man,
0: <you're going laughs> <the> front, huh? <laughs> so um yeah so but so you can you can finish the half marathon you do it on three to four days training a week and then you can have beers later and it and, and you're okay um so i really love the half marathon distance um and also coming from a family standpoint like i get to spend more time at home with my wife and kid you know 100 mile training is it's time consuming. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So that's kind of how I got into trails. Cause I love being outside and I made the mistake of thinking it was cheaper than a gym membership.
2: Well, it can be that that's your choice. You can make it more expensive. You can make it cheaper. That's up to you.
1: It depends on the gear that you use. I think, yeah. you know, um, I what think... new
0: balance shoes did you have?
1: I don't know. I think Will honestly was just fucking with me. No, I don't. think he probably did he was, send you to get a pair of track shoot. spikes. They were pretty good because because Will back then could have ran on he was in such good a shape. You could have taken two p- pieces of rubber from a tire and put them on his feet, and he could probably have ran like a one twenty half marathon on with them on, but like <laughs> And so like he, I think he went through when he picked out the most jacked up looking trail shoes and was like, these look good. And so my dumbass bought them and ran in them and uh, they were awful. I think I literally only wore them twice. I think I maybe turned them in. I think I turned them into yard shoes, but even then I think I only wore them like two or three times because they weren't (laughs) even comfortable cutting the grass in.
2: I wore those (laughs) same shoes. You cry, baby. (laughs) Fiery Gizzard, the lower trail. No what problem. shoes were they?
0: What shoes were they? they? Um
2: they were some early New Balance trail. We'll don't even know. Uh, we'll don't, don't even
1: know. Well, New Balance,
2: the, they don't they don't they don't name their shoes. They give them like a V one oh five, you know, number. They don't so I I don't remember.
1: Think they were the C R A P dash O
3: one. Three if New balance
2: is listening to this, they did just fine for me. I, I don't know what he's talking about.
3: <laughs> or they weren't like uh, Anton Krupichka's minimalist, like slippers, were they?
0: No,
2: they they had
0: they you didn't had, put them in some five fingers, some vibrance.
1: Honestly, I think they were the POS dash. Six, you know,
2: you know the funny story behind it. I'm just I'm starting to re- recall <laughs> some of this. I've, I bought these shoes at Academy, I, I believe Academy Sports, where I bought mine because they were forty something dollars. They were cheap, and they worked for me. And he saw me wear them, and I said, "Hey, I I like them." And he's, oh, "I'll buy them." And I seem to remember <laughs> Academy, and this is what, what always happens to Jason. Academy screwed up his order somehow. They didn't ship them on time. They ran out of something. Ha- Do you remember that, Jason? Because I remember the bitching you were doing through text I, about how no Academy one. you called them and cussed I, them out or something.
1: I didn't, I never did that because those shoes were in stock because nobody wanted them.
2: Oh, you're full of shit. I distinctly they were, remember.
1: They were the one I shoe remember. that no one wanted. I remember and I was like, Do you have this shoe? And they're like, We'll give them to you for two fifty. Just to get them off the shelf, no. we're we'll throwing an extra pair for you because they're such garbage-ass shoes. No, that's not how
2: it went down. I remember the bitching,
1: and, and and then I remember, and I remember when I finally put on real trail shoes, uh, which were the, you know, what what was the my first real good trail shoe? It was the Ultra Lone Peak number was it three or four anyway regardless i remember putting on that shoe and i remember thinking holy cow this is what this is what it it should feel like because i think that's what i i did it's what i did yama in was the lone peaks and i did the damn yeti in the lone in those lone peaks and i remember thinking how amazing they were and then i came back and i took a took a took a
2: dump on those new balance (laughs) shoes and threw him out in the grass. Well, all I know is while you were wearing <laughs> your own peaks, I had my new balance on laughing at you through the woods at Sewanee because you didn't know where the hell you were going
0: and were lost.
2: I still, still don't know where he, I'm going.
0: He still doesn't know. And do you remember? <laughs> so it's the There infamous, we
2: go. I know this
0: story. <laughs> it was the infamous Ginger Chew run. Jason is <laughs> leading the way, and Will goes, Hey, Garrett, stop stop running for a second. Why? let's just let Jason go the wrong way. Like, we're following Jason and will just kind of stops and turns and looks. Cause there's this little fork and we're supposed to go left and Jason goes right. And will just stops. He's like, let's just let Jason go for a bit. <laughs>
2: I think he, he went, you know, 50 feet. He turns around and he's like, what? And I said, I just wondered how long you were going to go the wrong way.
0: <laughs> it, was, it was something like that. Are like, you like, you sure you want to keep going that way, bud? Yeah, like it was something <laughs> smart-ass. <laughs> but, well, but
3: screw,
1: that's, screw both hard. of y'all.
3: <laughs> so, so as a follow-up to the New Balance experience, Here's a question for you guys. What is the worst running shoe that you have paid money for? Hmm.
1: The Hoka Clifton or the Hoka Challenger. What <laughs> didn't you like about the Challenger? Todd. There's too too, too narrow. They, they rub both both shoes rub blisters on my feet. I would rather I rub it feet. I would have uh, they're too narrow. Yeah, so I you would have, ha- you have i feet would have rather have feet? i would have rather ran in those garbage ass new balance uh, what, what I think what color were they? They were like some sort of like garbage gray color. I would have rather <laughs> have ran in in the garbage gray new balance p o s six seven three a's than the hoka Clifton or the 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 challenger because I bought those Cliftons nearly did me in. I bought the Cliftons to wear for the rock and roll because everybody is like, oh, you got to get into Hoka because Hoka is such a great shoe. It's the greatest shoe ever made. And so I went down and I got some Hokas, right? Because I wanted to be on the old Hoka bandwagon. And uh, I remember doing a run, you know, and it was only like three or four miles, and I came back and had the worst damn hot spot on my foot. And I remember texting Will, and Will was all like, you know what? It's not a big deal. You know, you just probably have to break him in, and give him another chance. And I was like, you know what? Will's right nine out of ten times. Well, this is the one damn time his ass was wrong, because that shoe it was it nearly, it nearly did me in. I literally, when I ran rock and roll. Which I happen to run in a very good pair of New Balance road shoes. Um, I ended up having to put all sorts of crap on the bottom of my feet to keep my my feet from uh from all that that hot spot escalating into something a lot worse. Uh, but that, yeah, those are the two worst shoes, both uh, hocus.
2: What's that? Uh, what's that ultra shoe I ran the Yeti Fifty with? It was the more cushioned. Um, the Olympus. No. No.
1: Parad- no, not uh, the paradigm. Attempt- the paradigm's a
0: road shoe.
2: Temp. It-, it was a more cushioned version of their or that lightweight shoe they have. Um,
0: the Mont Blanc wasn't out then.
2: No, this was a this was a road shoe. It- Anyway, it might've been my fault. It was an ultra shoe and and I bought it because it had more cushion to run that 50 mile race. And, and like I said, it might've been my fault because I was a half size, um, too small, but it felt good when I put them on and there's pictures floating around There used to be pictures floating around on my right big toe, completely black (laughs) after that race. Um, I never wore that pair of shoes again. As a matter of fact, I tried to give them away, but I think pe- too many people saw that picture and decided they didn't want them. I ended up throwing them in the uh, trash.
3: If uh, we ever uh, open up like a Patreon for this podcast, we can offer that picture out <laughs> to our supporters. Is that it's a Patreon fun.
0: or an OnlyFans picture?
3: Either, <laughs> <laughs> man.
2: It looks like a, a severe case of frostbite.
0: <laughs> Is it better or worse than than the black toe picture? Like the black toe run picture, you
3: know, that one, the,
0: the black toe race. What do you mean? Uh, I think he
3: posted it on the black toes page for one time. I remember that. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. so I think I remember the
3: picture. So it's, it pretty definitely bad. exists. I, I,
2: I, everything that was black on that toe fell off too. So it was, <laughs> it was, uh, it, it wasn't a pretty sight.
0: I don't know as though I have a, a pair of shoes that I just, I don't have a Clifton eight for Jason. Like, I, I, every pair of shoes I've had, there have been pros and cons to every single one. I have yet to find a shoe that truly blows me out of the water top to bottom. I have some that are close. Um, the North Face, the Vectives, the Infinite was a good shoe. Don't get them wet. They squeak. And I hate the tongue. There's not enough padding on the tongue. Same with the Mafate Speed 3s. Um So if I had to pick a shoe that I would never run in again, it'd probably be just because all the other ones are, I'm going with the Mafate Speed 3s, which is really unfortunate because I love the shoe, but I had to adjust. So I wore that for no business this year and I had to adjust the laces on them so many times because the tongue is non-existent there. Uh, it's a toss-up between Hoka's Mafate, Speed 3. Now, the Speed 4 is very, very different than the 3, and I will like the 4 a whole lot more than I like the 3. Or the North Face Vectives, the Infinite one. Um, mainly for that one because of it, when it gets wet, it squeaks, and the tongue on both of them. Apparently, I just need more cushioning in a tongue than than what those ones offer. So New Balance and Hoka sponsorships are off the table.
2: <laughs> uh, to revisit my shoe, it was the
0: Torin. I don't remember which
2: version, but it was the Torin.
1: It was the Torin. I remember that now. I
0: have a feeling John's answer is going to be Adidas. You know, he hates Adidas. I say that very sarcastically.
3: <laughs> well, I don't know, man. Some of the newer Adidas lineup has left a lot to be desired especially in shoes like the boston boost which were such a good shoe for a while then they like just changed up like uh, updated to like, the newest platform it uh was not good same with the ultra boost same with uh the racing flat road racing flats but honestly uh, have you guys, have you tried
0: have you tried running in the yeezys yet come on you have they're they're in a shoe. <laughs> I have not <laughs> I,
3: don't, I don't make easy money like uh, jason over here um but I've got my Strava open on the right with my my, my graveyard of shoes, my my li- my <laughs> my list over here, and honestly, the ones with the lowest mileage are like Nikes. Now, Nike makes some good shoes. But I really they also like make the
0: a Nike. Of, I really they also like them. Um... A
3: lot of yeah, they also make a lot of bad shoes too. Mm. Um, like if you were to go to like a Nike outlet. They have shoes that are just that you'll never hear about anywhere online. They're just like cobbled together with like leftover pieces from like the Nike factory and thrown out to try to just make some like minuscule amount of money off of. And uh, yeah, I've... so much for a
0: shoe sponsorships on this podcast. Much <laughs> them all now. I thought we were going for a chapstick sponsor. Hoka, you're, you're the all best. Right, all right, right. You, so this you, that, that's a good segue. You, Hoka. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so the chapstick comment—that's a good segue because this weekend we have the Mountain Mist coming up, which will be Jason's second attempt at this storied southeastern classic 50k trail race in Huntsville, Alabama. So you—you uh, want to you, you want to talk about that a little bit, or
0: Orange? You glad you really brought up that that uh, that comment there? Yeah, we hate for you to be <laughs> mountain
2: pissed after Saturday. <laughs>
0: <laughs> i don't have much to say because
1: i don't know how it's going to go so we're just i'm just going to just let it lie and say we'll we'll see see how how it goes i will be uh, running in ultra olympus fives and we'll, will, sa- we'll save
0: it for next week we'll give you a little we'll let and, you do and, a recap
1: and, and and i will be packing three of the uh three of the uh, glide sticks the friction friction sticks
0: did you get the economy size did you go to sam's or costco and get the the big the big family size we
1: we had multiple deals with coupons and what uh, underwear are
2: you wearing to battle (laughs) chassis rubbish
1: i'm wearing this my tried and true tj maxx reebok underwear he's
3: um He's going for the Bob Hearn Havelino 100 look, and he's just wearing like a pink thong <laughs> for his bottoms and running a nose. <laughs> Can't nope. shave if you're not wearing anything. But that, nope, that's it.
1: Um, so <laughs> it 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 should be it should be interesting. It looks like we actually have decent weather. So
2: I'm going to be uh, at the finish line up a tub of ointment waiting on you, Jason. <laughs> a five gallon jug of ointment.
1: But there'll be a recap next week well on that
0: note i'll let you take us out
1: all right that's it guys it has been a, it's, it's it's been a good one so uh always a good time talking about the trails until next week when you get to hear about me on the struggle bus for nine plus hours with a jacked up foot and a burnt up crotch that's it so we will see you next week Peace out.